Thank you for tuning into the Die by the Dice podcast. This is a weekly adventure podcast being told in order. If you're just joining us, I'd recommend checking out the back episodes so you know where we're at. We'll be here when you get back. Enjoy. When we last left our heroes, the group split up to tackle several tasks. Eric staked out the warehouse of Osmara to see how they can get inside. He tracked guard rotation and saw how thoroughly they searched the carts. Drock and Farron beat the location of a slaver's base out of a terrified slaver and found several of their number dead. In the base's basement, a half dozen cages were torn open, their occupants nowhere to be found. Drock was attacked by an orc, who ran away and lost his pursuers in the old city. Meanwhile, Kiaran found, confronted, attacked, and finally was captured by the Sisterhood of Ghosts. A mysterious woman questioned Kiaran at length, not falling for her ruses. The ghost must have seen something she liked, and offered Kiaran a place within the Sisterhood. Which is where we return to our story, with Kiaran, presumably beneath the, the surface of the, the city, in a nearly empty stone room. Should I go ahead and describe the lady again? I'm not sure. Yeah, my well, well, yeah. <clears throat> Couldn't hurt. Gray robes, black hair, bun. Well, there's... Okay, that works, I guess. Okay. <laughs> well, no, you do it. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> no, go with that. You're stuck with uh, that one now. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll embellish that a little bit. Uh, a somewhat matronly woman in an elegant yet functional mode of dress uh, who was all but invisible before revealing herself to Kiaran uh, and embracing her and welcoming her to the sisterhood. Uh, reaches into her garment and re- reveals a vial about four inches uh, tall by about a half inch across, filled with a, a luminous green liquid. She says, uh, this is the lifeblood of ghosts, and hands it to you. I'll take it. Am I expected to drink it? Is that the sort of vibe I'm getting? Yes. Okay, I'm going to drink it. Okay. Make a constitution saving throw, please. Ooh. Uh-oh. I rolled a two. I'm going to die. Okay. Uh, you That's all she wrote. I get a plus one to con, by the way. Okay. But, so, three. I'm still going to die. Uh, your vision swims, and you fall unconscious. I was nearly dead when she gave it to me. True. You're like, no. really turning up, Kiaran. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. So, guys, our new quest, find Kiaran's body. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go make a new character. All right, we'll... Turn the camera away from Kiaran's <laughs> once again unconscious form. <laughs> She's coding in some pretty high level stuff. Though. I can see it now. Work, yeah. work, work. The other woman's just standing there like, oh shit. Like, that wasn't supposed to go. <laughs> well, now what? We have to wait for this bitch again. And return to Drock and Farron, who have chosen to wait for the for nightfall in the old city. Because there's no problems in that plan at all. I mean, clearly this is a very, you know, happy, hospitable... Part the of most town. dangerous thing we know is our friend knows us a favor. That's Drox thinking. Dro- that's what Drox thinks. You know, if you ever point, you're like questioning. Drox like most dangerous thing here is probably Rosted, and he's he owes us a favor. Okay, I mean, he's yeah. not. That said, that's not to say that there's not other dangerous things around here that are probably also very capable of killing us. The remainder of the afternoon goes uneventfully, following the surprising orc attack. Mm-hmm. And you make camp in the former slaver's den. I forget, did we get a chance to get a rest in after that last fight, or am I still down that spell? I don't think we... You haven't taken a long rest. You've only taken short ones. Okay. And I believe you refresh on long rests. I think you're right. Yeah, okay. So I'm still down one. Okay. Uh, also, you... No, you're the one who's been casting much more spells. Yeah. And you refresh on long rest as well? Yeah. Okay. The only class, I think, that refreshes everything on short rest is Warlock. Okay. That's because they have so little. Mm-hmm. Wizards do have an ability to get some of their spells back, 
be a short rest, but it's I think it's specific to them. Yeah, okay. there's like a class feature. Okay, cool. Go ahead and make perception checks. Alright, what you use is going to be good to me today. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry blue. <laughs> not that one, apparently. Definitely not blue. Okay, we've all rolled yeah. twos. Okay, so that's, that's a thing. Bomb. Um, God damn it. <laughs> now it's a tradition. That's still an eight. So, still a no, it's a six. That's a three. Okay. No, it is an eight. Because I, I have jack of all trades, which does give me plus one. So yep. Yeah. Alright, well, it's still Okay, how did an eight do? Eight, also pretty bad. Yeah. You, for the remainder of the the day, you can't still shake that feeling of being watched. And it seems like uh, every time you turn your back on a door or a window or even just a, an area of shadow, um, you get sort of the creaky feeling up the back of your neck. It's my unconscious ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, would you stop spooking your teammates, please, for five minutes? Um, no. And even though you can never see a an actual pursuer or anybody observing you. You can't seem to shake the feeling that you're being watched. Drock does bring up the point of like, okay, so we're getting Rostin to go get the water baroness and steal her stuff so we have a place to stay. What if we just find a nice place in here and kill all the creepiness? Then we can just stay here for free. I mean, yeah, it's an option. Um, maybe not the best one. But I'll keep that in mind. Uh, as the sun begins to set, the sense of unease goes becomes greater. Uh, both of you, please make wisdom saving throws. Uh oh! All right, screw you, blue. Sorry, gray. Much better. Eleven. Eighteen. That's probably not good. Okay, Drunk. The place is—it's something you can't quite put your finger on, but you have this a a feeling of of deep seated dread uh, falls over you as the sun falls below the horizon and, and night in in earnest sets in over the old city. Uh, you suffer from the frightened effect, which gives you disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have the movement restriction because you don't really have a source for your fear. Mm-hmm. Um, but until you uh, can leave the area that's still causing you uh, dread, you'll be, you'll be suffering from the ill effects of the frightened okay. uh, condition. Uh, you see Drock begin to get a little bit, uh, a little bit of a sort of a, a panicked look in his eyes. He's, he's jumping in every shadow now. Okay. And even you kind of, even though you're, you've steeled yourself against the mechanical effects of it, mm-hmm. uh, can't help but feel a, a twinge of unease um, every passing moment you stay within the, the building. Hmm. Okay. I think, out of curiosity, I'm going to do uh, detect magic as a ritual. Okay. Takes a little while, but we're not really going anywhere. So, see if I pick anything up. With the detect magic uh, invoke after the ten-minute uh, ritual, you have an unsettling uh, sight. While you can, you don't detect any magic within your like immediate view. You don't see any auras radiating or anything like that. Um, anytime you kind of sweep your head uh, at like the the tail peripheral. Of your vision, you see like, um, like the the haze of a, an aura. Uh, mm-hmm. Then when you flip back to look at it directly, it's gone. Okay. Uh, Drock, that plan of staying here is starting to look worse and worse here, buddy. Mm-hmm. What? You can find Rostin quickly. I cast Minor Illusion, which is a cantrip. Okay. Um, the range is is uh, thirty feet, and it says you can create a sound or an image of an object within range that lasts for the duration. 
the illusion ends. It's actually just going to say Rostin. The name Rostin in red letters. Okay. So I'm going to hold that up three feet in the air. Gotcha. Um, both of you make perception checks, please. I thought it was great. Oh, wow. Another two. Uh, three. 24. 24. All right. As Drock, <laughs> I was going to say Lynchix there, but I'm like, I know that's wrong. <laughs> As Drock uh, keeps his focus on the illusion to keep it in place, mm. uh, you see from the uh, standing in the doorway, it seems, a figure. It's humanoid mm-hmm. and stands about nine feet tall. Uh, mm. It's has a very kind of lithe and gangly look to it uh, with arms and legs that are uh, each way too long. Uh, Did we find, like, Slenderman? <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> it's... Uh, As a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> its face is featureless, save for uh, two uh, slightly glowing white eyes. Okay. Uh, and the entirety of it is, like, a, a pale sort of whitish blue. Uh, almost like a like a like a scratch on a on a film on a piece of film. Hmm. Um, it's even as it stands there, its body sort of wavers as in like as though in like a heat haze, uh, and the entirety of it seems to be uh, semi-translucent. Oh, I don't like any of this. Uh, it makes no uh, move for you. It appears to be standing in the doorway uh, silently and and um, while it's not like overtly moving, it it's Standing still is kind of wavery and unsteady. Okay. Uh, I really don't like this. Um, so, Drock hasn't seen it yet. Drock hasn't seen it. He's focusing on the Rostin side. Do, 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 okay, Rostin. I'm going to very carefully and as nonchalantly as possible go elbow him and point. So, shit! What the hell is that? Subtle, man. Subtle. <laughs> How far away is it? Yeah, I actually don't know. Uh, it's about probably 15, 20 feet away. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, right there. Like spitting distance. Great. Um, and are, we're outside, right? Yeah. Okay, because you were putting the thing in the air. Got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to not so subtly suggest that we perhaps search elsewhere temporarily. Yeah, yeah, I can um, put the signal up there. Slowly back away while keeping my eye directly on, or as best I can anyway, this uh, definitely not Slenderman. I say. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I say, we're leaving. <laughs> as you uh, wave to it, mm-hmm. its whole form kind of shudders violently side to side. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then in an instant, it's closed a gap of about 10 feet closer to you. No! Um, no, 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 no! Uh, remaining perfectly... Like, it doesn't show any signs of, like, a walking motion or anything like that. It's just, like, closer. Uh, um, you made a friend. No! I'm probably the only one that's not about to die. Do you hear a... Uh, You're boring. Apparently. Um, both of you make a wills, uh, wisdom saving throws again, please. That's going to be a 15. That's going to be a 10. A 10? Mm-hmm. Okay. This creature has become the source of your fear, Drunk, mm-hmm. uh, and you must... Uh, you can't willingly, willingly move closer to it. Okay. And uh, what did you get? 15? 15. You're still okay. Okay. Whew. Am I, though? I mean, mechanically, you're <laughs> Am okay. Am I? Right <laughs> okay. 
what are we using for light source right now? Do we do we have any? I mean, it's pretty much dark, the, right? The glowy. Um, mm-hmm. That's the okay. Rostin sign. In his frightened state, is he able to keep, maintain? Do you have to maintain concentration on that or anything? Um, that one is nope. That's just a just no. a thing. You just do it. Okay. Yeah. What's the duration on that? One minute. Okay. Okay. Which one's closer, him or me? Uh, currently you. Shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was not gonna cheese it just now, but you know, crossed my mind. <laughs> um. All right. I'm going to. Is this thing like standing in bright light right now, or is it just like no? It's um, sticking to the shadows it, a little even bit. Even though it appears to sort of be glowing with like a, a pale radiance. Okay. Um. There's no. It doesn't cast any light source around it. It's like a glowy okay. sort of spindly being amidst darkness. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna light my shield. Okay. And point it at it and see if that has any effect. It doesn't seem to react, uh, nor does it appear to cast any shadow. Perfect. Great. All right. Strock's nose is bleeding. Oh, good. Uh, are you actually hurt? Hurt? Okay. Yeah, mechanically, no. Okay. I really don't know what to do here. Apparently, draw caught to the booger sugar. Fuck it. (laughs) Casting heroism on myself as my last spell. Okay. Which removes the frightened condition. All right. Uh, you're no longer frightened. Cool. And um, I gain three hit points at the beginning of my turn. Okay. Is it knowledge, I guess, religion to see if I know what this thing is? Oh, yeah. Can I do a knowledge religion? Or applicable knowledge test? What would be the appropriate? I heard some chatters around town History. about the things that are you, in here. You have not heard okay. anything of the sort. Um, but you can make uh, intelligence. Or history would be appropriate. History? Okay. Yeah. Uh, 14. 17. Uh, neither of you are familiar with. Okay. Well, yeah, shit. All right. I don't know if I should attack it or run away or running doesn't seem to matter since it can jump however many feet. Um, I'm guessing our stagnation is giving it a chance okay. to close further. Um, it's it remains where it is. Uh, both of you, please make an additional uh, wisdom saving throws. That's gonna be nineteen. It's gonna be eight. Eight and nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Drock, your uh. Uh, vision begins to sort of swim, mm-hmm. um, and you, you you sort of become uh, dizzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not really a dizzy condition, um, but condition, but uh, you'll count as poisoned, which gives you disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay. Okay. You also suffer seven psychic damage. Okay. Uh, and looking over, you see that uh, Farron's nose is beginning to bleed. Okay. Oh hell. Um, I charge forward and attack it. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's go time. Do we need initiative or anything? Yeah, let's get initiative going. There we go. Uh, that's going to be 11 for me. It's going to be 12. Okay, drop your first attack. So, I move towards it and hit it with my sword, probably ineffectively. All right, make your disadvantageous attack roll. <laughs> nice. My, uh, 20. 20. All right. Uh, your weapon passes harmlessly through its midsection. Um, it doesn't appear to interact with the the blade doesn't appear to interact with the creature in any way. Okay. This close to it, there's like somewhat difficult to describe, but it's essentially. Oh, like, sorry, I get, I gained back three hit points. Cool. Uh, it's like a deafening white noise, like all other sound is kind of drowned out by by silence. Okay. Uh, fair. Uh, seeing the blade pass harmlessly through it, I'm going to cast uh, Sacred Flame. 
Okay. And see if that does anything. So it has to make a dexterity saving throw. All right. Uh, it has to be 14, I think. Yeah. That would do. The uh, the flame erupts around it. Uh, but not. It doesn't it doesn't make any motion, but it appears unaffected by the crap. The holy fire. Okay. Also not good. Uh, both of you make uh, wisdom saving throws. Uh, that's going to be a 14. Oh, it's a 1, so a 2. Ooh, okay. Uh, Farron, you are now uh, poisoned. Cool. Uh, as you are, well, you're not poisoned, but you're functionally poisoned. I hear you. Your vision goes swimmy, and you ha- have a hard time keeping your feet, uh, and suffer 6 points of psychic damage. Uh, Drock, <clears throat> uh, you also suffer some psychic damage, 8 points of psychic damage. Ooh, okay. Um... Uh, and your vision swirls into an incomprehensible mash of colors and shapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're functionally blinded. Okay. Cool. Drock. Uh, um, from where I was, though, I'm going to run in the opposite direction. Okay. Yeah, that seems like a prudent move at this point. So I'm going to use the dash action. <laughs> you wanted <laughs> to live here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you... Well, if they were neighbors, it might react differently. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> this HOA is a real hey, bitch. The, the slavers <laughs> were here. Well, you know, the slavers were here. I mean, Rostin's here. I figured you, you know. guys are a bunch of hoodlums wandering through its neighborhood, scouting out buildings. What's it supposed to think? Stop squat. We're we're definitely squatters. So I you do my best to run in a direction where you know. Yes, so you yeah. uh, stumble and um, like kind of put your hands down to keep yourself going and. Uh, run in the opposite direction. I actually do yell, Rostin, help us! <laughs> I call very loudly. Fat lot of good he's gonna be. Let's go! Well, I, it's right. better than nothing! <laughs> Farron, what do you do? Cheese it. That's okay. what I'm doing. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to at least grab Drock, because clearly he's wandering blind. And, and I'm uh, dashing. I'm moving. Yeah, okay, but so, I'm going toward you at least. Well, like, this guide me. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, what, that's doing. what I'm doing. I'm The fin's on this particular escape pod here. Uh, so I'm going to try to catch up as best I can. Um, if you dashed, you're probably faster than me, right? What's your, what's your speed? Well, you can also dash. He was closer to the creature than you are. Right, I was trying to figure out if I could get close enough to him to you like, can, heal you can on the run. Because yeah. okay. um, he's hurting pretty bad, but I figure probably not if he's dashing. If, um, you're, if you're both in flea mode, you'll have to wait till after you've got some distance before you're able to heal. Okay, yeah. yes. We're going to do that. Then. Okay. We're going to okay. bail. Though, um... Just let me know, yeah, what happens because I get three hit points per round for a for a minute. Okay, um, they go away though, but you know, I'm still temporary. Yeah. yeah, they're temporary, but still, yeah, they, they don't stack up then. The t- temporary hit points won't stack on each other, so they'll just refresh that. Like you get like a little three point bubble. Is it three point bubble? Let me see. I think. So you're saying it would. When be the spell like... ends, the target loses any remaining temporary hit points from the spell until the spell ends. The creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your spell casting modifier at the start of each of its turns. But so, so they they do stack up. They don't. Temporary yeah. hit points. It's whatever you, whatever the the highest value is. So if you have three temporary hit points, you get three. You don't get six, nine, twelve. You just get a little bubble each round. Uh, so you run for about. Uh, is my vision return? Uh, about um, not yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in for about three minutes before, or basically, like kind of sprint fleeing mm-hmm. before needing to kind of slow and catch your breaths. Mm-hmm. As you do so, your uh, vision begins to return to normal. Oh, 
you get, uh, excuse me, uh, your vision is still kind of swimming and blurry, and yours returns to normal. Okay. Oh, right. Uh, Rock's vision remains, uh, returns from blinded to swimming and blurry. Baron's returns to normal. Okay. Uh, you find yourselves at the, uh, the edge of the hollow temple in the outskirts of Shade. So, I think we can all agree that we're probably not going to do that again. I'm going to do that again when I'm stronger, though. I just need to gain strength. You, you <laughs> do that. <laughs> Let me know how that goes. So, all right. That said, um, what do we do now? <laughs> it's like the middle of the night now, right? Uh, no, it's like um, maybe an hour or two after sundown. It's still relatively... Oh. Okay. The night is relatively young. And while Drock and Farron contemplate their next move, uh, we rejoin Eric's at the... Uh, who is continuing to stake out the... the wellspring um, of Asmara and Menifer, the water baroness of Shade. So you've seen a few guard rotations. Mm-hmm. Uh, while night has sort of closed down the main office, the warehouse remains uh, heavily guarded. And... Uh, you can see some, like a little pool of light coming from beneath the the main door of okay. the uh, the interior. I'm going to see if uh, I can scout the temple next door. Okay. Uh, see, like how easy it is to maneuver to see if I can kind of. I'm gonna try to explore the temple to see if I can come down along the longer wall where there's less, there's a, a bigger expanse where there's no patrols or guards. Okay. There's no patrols, just there's no guards uh, coming down. That seems, if I can manage it, the easiest point of ingress. Okay. You can go to, so you're going to go along, are you going to try to find the entrance to the Hollow Temple? Yeah. Or are you going to try to scale its walls? I'm gonna, well, I'm going I'm to try to get inside, uh, see what the layout is, see if I can come up from inside, and if I can't find an entrance or the entrance is beyond my ability to open, then I'll scale it. Okay. Make a quick perception check to try to find your way in. I'm so good at this. Actually, kind of bad. 18. Good enough. All right, it was an easy check anyway. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, walk for a little while. It was only like 5 DC. Um, sounded mean, though. It was the easy anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, you killed it, but anyway. I normally fail perception, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, as you enter, uh, you find your dark vision straining against the, the bounds of the, the structure. Uh, the interior is enormous, um, like a huge kind of grand cathedral space. You can see what's left of the ceiling. The, the most of the roof has uh, has fallen in, mm-hmm. but what's left of it shows like the barest hints of grand frescoes. Um, the large piles of rubble uh, have remained undisturbed for years, maybe even centuries, uh, along the the midsection of the uh, of the building. You can see half formed. I have formed uh, half-intact staircases leading up to second or third uh, tiers ringing the, the edge of the interior with places reaching up to uh, once grand spires at corners and periodically along the, the length of it. There is a coating of, of fine dust, uh, not necessarily sand, covering the, the floor, and it appears to, have been, it appears to be undisturbed. Uh, there don't see any footprints or anything like that. Despite its name, there are no overt signs to any deities. You don't see any holy symbols, any um, like devotionary scripts, or anything like that. You're, you can... Actually, let me give you a little roll here. Okay. 
Um, the interior is partially illuminated by moonlight. And so you can see about, about 200 feet or so in front of you down this grand central uh, hall. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what do you do? Well, I'm going to explore. I'm mostly going to be looking for ways up to higher levels. Okay. Um, if there's crumbled staircases or no obvious way up, then I will try to find a way to scale. But since this place is right next door to the water temple or whatever, mm -hmm. the, the water stronghold, um, it seems to be pretty unguarded. I'm going to be on the lookout for traps, alarms, uh, potentially hidden sentries in here, keeping it out for people doing exactly what I'm doing. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, which means that my guy's not going to be just like blatantly wandering through the middle of the place until he's fairly certain there aren't sentries in here. Gotcha. Um, just try not to be caught unawares. What's your stealth check? Plus eight. Okay. Moving as quietly as you can amidst uh, the rubble, you leave barely a trace behind you. Every now and then a, a, spare, a stray rock will find its way under your foot. Uh, and in the eerie silence of the hollow temple, every the, the slightest sound uh, seems to echo and redouble, causing you to kind of cringe and find cover for a moment. Uh, when no immediate attack or trap springs on you, you sort of take a deep breath, recenter yourself, and, and continue on. Uh, make a perception check to try to find an easy way up. Ten. You find a partially collapsed staircase. Uh, that you think you might be able to uh, leap across. Okay. Uh, acrobatics. Eleven. Eleven. I'm apparently in the low roll of the world right now. Okay, uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Fail. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. Alright, that die is going to be put on pasture for a little bit. <laughs> Give the yakety sacks. You, uh, as you leap over the, uh, the stair you're jumping from crumbles beneath your, your foot, uh, your hands fly out, grabbing onto the staircase, your destination stair. Um, your your grip holds for a tantalizing second before slipping beneath the uh, dust-covered stairs. Uh, you fall about 15 feet. And join the ranks of the unconscious. Uh, and, ooh. Um, but managed to roll with it pretty well. You only suffer two points of damage. Oh, ooh. Nice. A little bit That's of not going to make me go again. Bruised no. elbow and skin knee, and you pick yourself right back up. Aww. Level two, oh. everyone. <laughs> before I try that again... I wait and make sure that that doesn't draw any attention from anywhere. You know, kind of like dash into the shadows and just wait out before I make another attempt. Uh, after a few moments of waiting, you don't see any, you see or hear any signs of discovery. You can continue waiting, but your your senses tell you you're un okay. un unobserved. Trying it again. All right. 15. 15, <laughs> okay. That'll be good enough. Uh, you, knowing that the, the final stair is a little rickety, you place a... a more tender step on it as you leap across. Uh, you make it to their side, manage to scramble up. Uh, you're about halfway up the exterior wall facing the the town. Okay, I'm gonna try to make my way back around to the side where um, the stronghold is on. Okay, you're you're along that wall. Okay, I'm along that wall. So he's facing the town. I wasn't sure. Yeah. So I try to find a window and peek unobtrusively out of it to see about how like where I am level uh, in relation to the building. Okay, uh, you're about twenty feet up, so that would put you. About even with its rooftop. Mm -hmm. Looking out the window, they're spaced according to some ancient encyclopedian designer. So you can't really figure out uh, 
a, a pattern, but I don't you know, make a will save, do I? No, you're good. Okay, uh, but you know that there weren't any windows near the wellspring, uh, so you either have to kind of edge along the the side of the temple, or uh, try to find your way up to the roof, where you might be able to okay. uh, drop down. All right, so um, yeah, I'll make my way up to the roof then. Okay, uh, make another perception check. It's gonna be a twenty. Twenty, nice. All right, you find a a nice little groove of a partially collapsed wall uh, that you're able to sort of uh, shimmy your way through. Uh, make an athletics check so you get up there. 18. 18, all right. Uh, with easy handholds on each side, you're able to get your, you make your way up to the roof. Uh, itself, now about 40 feet up. A fall from here could be a pretty serious proposition. The roof is in up close in even worse shape than it looked like from below. Uh, you have to be very careful with your footfalls up here, uh, but you should be able to make it unobserved to the area above the wellspring. Eight, you said was your stealth? Yeah. All right. Go ahead and make an acrobatics check to sneak safely along the rooftop. <laughs> 25. Nice. <laughs> Mission Impossible theme music goes. Uh, you walk about a quarter mile down the, the rooftop and find yourself uh, finally above the, above the wellspring. Uh, looking down, the guards don't have any, don't appear to have any sense of your presence. You see the suspected hatch on top of the, the warehouse roof. Uh, but there are no hatches above the office area. Uh, you don't see any any doors in the backside, uh, and you have basically a bird's eye view down to the guards below. All right. So I'm assuming my dark vision can reach down that far. You said about 40 feet up. Yeah, their, their roof is about 20, so it's only about 20 feet from you to them right now. Okay. Well, I'm also because so in terms of the, the what I'm trying to figure out also. So the office is connected to the warehouse, so presumably. They're, oh no, they're they're spaced out. They are. So there's yeah. no there wouldn't be a door from inside the warehouse. Not directly to the office now. Are there doors or windows nearby? So if I were to essentially go from the roof to the roof of the warehouse, go down to the, the hatch, mm-hmm. and then come out, would I be able to come out near the office to get inside? You would. The, the warehouse and the office are only about 20 feet apart from one another. Um, but you know there's a guard on the warehouse, on each of the warehouse doors. Uh, like the big yeah. warehouse door. Oh, and the windows. Um, is there, is there, is there oh. a, something I could come out of? Uh, no, there aren't any windows on the. No windows that would fit you. There's like little vent portholes, little vent style windows along the top of the building, uh, but nothing that you could fit through. So I would have to come down onto the grass itself, essentially. I, I, if I was gonna, if you're gonna try to get inside the office, there appears to only be one door to it, and that's guarded. Yes. Well, no, excuse me. The office door is guarded during the. Uh, the office door didn't have a guard on the outside during the day, um, but by. Description, there was a guard inside. The guards watching the warehouse have clear view of the... The ones on the front side of the building have clear view of the front of the office. So there's guards not directly on the door, but they're, they're, they are nearby. Hmm. So this is the office. Uh, is the front? Which side of this is the front door on? So, sorry, listeners, no map. Sorry, I'm looking at a map. Cartography is thrilling here. Uh, the door is on the front side over here. So and then, this guy has a direct line. And, and this, this guy's guy not too far off, yeah. And there's no windows on the office that I could get through. It's the slats at the top type of thing. Uh, there's no windows on the office. The warehouse... At all? Ha- at all. Okay. Uh, the warehouse has little slats towards the top, uh, but nothing that you can fit through. They appear to be about... Only about a foot. What's the office made out of? Uh, all, both buildings are made of stone. The same okay. kind of a gunmetal gray oh. speckled stone that Olive Shade appears to be built from. Well, they had that misty step all right. Um, Would you like some time to contemplate your next move? Perched atop the 
Well, this is still... I'm still mostly in reconnaissance mode right now. That's the hatch. That's where the guard is. But That's the guard. Yeah, he's kind of, he, he patrols the, the rooftop. He moves around a bit, um, but just kind of walking around, observing downward. Yeah, I'm mostly... I, I'm at this point mostly still in um, reconnaissance mode. I wasn't planning to try to make a go at it tonight unless there was, like, a really obvious way in. Okay. Like, if... If something exploded and drew all the guards that way, then my guy would make it like, all right, well, I'm doing it now. Hmm, that's an interesting idea. But, yeah, at this point, he's mostly getting the lay of the land so he can go back and talk to his companions because he might need their help okay. on something. He's not going to try to, he's not stupid enough to try it alone when he has magical help. Sure enough. So, uh, he's going to, he's going to retreat back, but I'm going to try to get rope. Uh, okay. Before, like, uh, my ultimate plan is, is I want to hang a rope down from the top. So maybe eventually getting getting in and out will be easier. Gotcha. And or at the very least, if I'm having to retreat from the roof, it's a much faster slide down and bolting. So you want to tie the rope to the rooftop and then leave it in the interior of the temple? Yeah, I mean, is there, like, most signs of the inside of the temples, there's not traffic coming through here, right? Uh, based on your, when you walked in, there appeared to be no traffic at all. Like yeah. The, the dust remained undisturbed. Yeah, so... um. At the moment, I'm currently unconcerned. Based on that, I'm not thinking a lot of people come in here. So I'm taking the gamble at this point to um, leave the rope there. And if it's gone, then I know we might be in trouble. <laughs> at the very least, since somebody's been through there since I have. Okay. Make a um, investigate check. That's going to be amazing. Eight. Eight. Uh, you find a outcropping of stone that seems to be pretty stable and use it to anchor your hemp rope. Okay. Uh, from there, it's an easy climb down to the floor. All right. All right, and we will... So, yeah, then I just head back to the, the inn. Sounds good. Meanwhile, Kiaren wakes up from unconsciousness for the second time <laughs> today uh, to find herself in a, a somewhat lumpy cot in a, a dark room. <clears throat> As you kind of uh, literally blink yourself awake, you see a a woman with... Uh, sun-bleached blonde hair uh, down to about her shoulders. She has a black bandana uh, wrapped about most of her face, uh, obscuring her nose and mouth. Uh, but she has striking blue eyes. It's somewhat difficult to tell, but she appears to be in her early 20s. Uh, sharp ears poke beneath her hair, belying her as an elf. So your initial age assessment may be off by decades or even centuries, it turns out. You see her eyes kind of uh, smile in the corners of her bandana perk up. And she says, Ah, oh, you're awake. Welcome to the ghost, Wisp. Uh, she stands up from the chair she was sitting in and kind of gives you a, a mock formal bow. She says, I'm Ilda. I'll be your, uh, your wraith. I'll sit up and sort of give her a more respectful version of the bow that she gave me. Okay. I am still at three hit points. Uh, or have I recovered it? Have, uh, you've functionally taken a short rest. So you may spend up to two hit die. Uh, those are d8s for you. Uh, and roll them, you can add your constitution to them if you like. So wait, two hit die, add my con. So you can roll one, see how it does for you. And then if you want to roll the second one, you can. Five. That's plus your, with your con? My con is 13. So that's plus one. Okay, so plus six? Mm -hmm. Yep, your first one gives you plus six, and you have one more to use if you like. I would like. Okay. Ooh. Do I add my con again? You do. I'm back to full health. Okay. <laughs> I just brought my pencil. Like the casing of it. So it's like the other one I had? Ooh, shit. 
Chill out, they kill you. I was erasing. I'm not like eating it. What do you think? <laughs> it's an intense erasing. Uh, this is what happens when teachers erase. Yeah. <laughs> the the presence of an elf is somewhat surprising, as they're very rare within the empire, uh, tending to more forested areas in faraway lands, or so you've been told, um, mostly in stories. Uh, you've never met one yourself, so her uh, kind of her very being is a bit of an oddity. Uh, she appears to be unarmed. What's the room look like that we're in? The room is small, only about 10 by 10. The cot and the chair take up most of it. Uh, there's a open doorway. Uh, the walls are cobbled of that same kind of bluey gray speckled stone. Uh, you can see lamplight coming from an adjoining room, but this one is mostly in dark. There's like a, uh, like a thatched roof above. She says, I know it's a bit of a event joining our number. An uh, event. So the, the high specter is no... A corrector grammar. That's going to go over great. <laughs> the high specter is correcting no, John's uh, grammar. <laughs> she, she doesn't appear to notice either way. Uh, the high specter is one who enjoys her pageantry, shall we say. But you're amongst friends. Uh, the sisterhood, it does a lot of good for the girls in this town. She reaches into a, a pouch on her belt and holds, brings out a small piece of parchment, opens up in front of you. Um, there's a luminescent number one on the paper, uh, glowing like a beacon. It says, uh, what do you see on the paper here? I see a glowing number one. Ah, perfect. Then your sight has already kicked in. And she wraps it up. All right, that sounds cool. She says, the, the draft you took allows us to you to see the messages we set for one another. Some of the sisters call it ghost sight, although I think that sounds a little bit ostentatious. Uh, nevertheless, the wraiths will be able to leave markings for the sisters. You can use them to find uh, safe havens or uh, stashes throughout the town. All from drinking that vial? It is not a, a permanent thing, but will last for, for some time. As long as you stay within the, the good graces of the High Spectre uh, and the sisterhood as a result, uh, you will periodically be allowed to, to drink again. And when you do, uh, the site will uh, continue. She says, as a wisp, uh, you have dues to the guild, uh, as do all the sisters. Uh, your dues are as follows. Weekly, as a new recruit, uh, you uh, will owe 25 gold, one key, and one secret. And her eyes kind of roll. She says, and please make it a good one. So many wisps bring in Favorite colors or ancient pet names. We don't care. It has to be a good secret. But, oh, please make it a good secret. Secret is the the currency uh, that uh, by which the the ghosts operate. Follow me. And she soundlessly walks towards the walks out the walks out of the room. I'll follow. Okay. I'll try to imitate her silent walk. Okay. Uh, make a stealth check. Uh, you see her sort of like her shoulders come up like she bristles a little bit and she says uh, you'll need to work on that <laughs> I'm learning uh, she steps into like a, a little bit larger common room uh, there are four other small uh, bedrooms set about the common room or set off off of this main 
large room. Uh, the main room has uh, two doors and three windows that you can see. Uh, as she walks out of the, uh, it's like kind of a, looks like a number of small rooms that are sort of built nearby that were built together into one larger building. Uh, as she walks out the front, she motions up above the doorframe, and you can see the ghost's sigil, the little stick figure with the wiggly tail in the luminescent green script. She says, this sigil over a, a door uh, means a safe house. They are uh, warded by magics and should be safe from outsiders. The condition of using a safe house is you cannot be detected upon your on your way in. Uh, if you're if you make it to one of the cells, uh, you are free to spend the night. But if any of your sisters catch you on the way in, or should you catch them, uh, they must find another place to stay. Anonymous housing. It also helps us keep each other in check and keep our skills sharp. Uh, letting a sister you catch sleep uh, is neither doing you nor them any favors. So be vigilant. Uh, she walks you around a uh, uh, around a couple blocks, and you see a uh, a small pile of stones. Looks like they've fallen off a building. Uh, one of them has the, the sigil on it. She says these can be used for dead drops or for resource stashes. She says, depending on the orientation of the, the sigil, if it's right side up, it's a dead drop. If it's upside down, it's a stash. Uh, this one is right side up. She says, you'll be expected to make your, uh, your dues uh, via dead drop. Any questions? Not so far. Good. She says, the, uh, those of the site will be able to see others so gifted. Uh, you'll be able to pick out your sisters uh, in a crowd. As a result, uh, just a few more ground rules, and then you're on your own. Uh, you don't steal from your sisters ever. Uh, the guild is here to help one another, not to pull one another down. Uh, and then be careful who you, how you interact with the other players in town. Even even a, a wisp like yourself represents the guild. There are a few powerful movers and shakers in Shade uh, that the the ghosts would do well to. Avoid angering. Not that we can't fight a war, if we don't want to. And then, oh, watch out for if you uh, see markings of little brown dragons on the walls. Uh, that's the Sandrakes' territory. It's not that you can't go there, but watch yourself. Uh, there's little love between the ghosts and the drakes. And uh, that's... Oh, go on. You called yourself my wraith. Is that sort of like a teacher? If I have a question, how would I be able to contact you? She says... The wraiths are the, the middle tier of uh, the guild hierarchy. Uh, wisps, like yourself, uh, represent the, the bottom, no offense, uh, but everyone has to start somewhere. The wraiths are those who have passed beyond their wispdom into the inner circles of the guild. Uh, the specters are our leaders, with the high specter uh, guiding us all. Uh, I am your teacher somewhat, your instructor somewhat and your overseer as well um how you act reflects on me uh, i'll keep my eye on you and if you need to speak with me speak to three other wisps and they will pass the word along when the wisp knows something there are tend to be few secrets within the between sisters 
Uh, the easiest way to do this is to find, is to be caught and trying to enter a safe house and tell your catcher that you wish to speak with me. Just to make sure I get the uh, bed drops and stash correct. The weekly 25 gold, if I was going to leave it right side up. Right side up is dead drop, upside down is stash. Correct. Leave the... She, she goes back to the, the stash, and she... Uh, so if I had my 25 gold weekly dues, mm-hmm. I would leave it such as this, with the sigil right side up. Correct. Along with your key and your secret. What key? Any key. A key to something locked. Is the secret to be written? That's the easiest way. She says, pass it along to me uh, personally will also suffice. It's about careful leaving secrets amongst the wisps. As I mentioned, they don't keep them well. Uh, a, a known secret is as worthless as sand. All right. Thank you. She says, quite welcome. Now just be sure to repay that kindness with competence. And I bid you good evening. And she kind of gives you another mock bow and slips into the shadows and disappears. I like her. (laughs) She's probably going to kill me. I like her. (laughs) Okay, so no longer a prisoner or uh, unconscious. Uh, Set free, what would you like to do? I'm going to explore the territory and look for those uh, markers. Okay. Uh, Make a perception check. 17. 17, okay. Over the course of your roam... I'm trying to get a feel of the territory, see where it is, borders, that sort of thing. The edge of the territory are actually marked in much more mundane mundane sigils, just kind of chalk drawings of the little, the little ghosty. Mm-hmm. Um, however, in with your sight, you find one each during your, your little romp around of a dead drop, a safe house, and a stash. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna keep wondering, see if I can map out the city a little bit while I wander as well. Okay. The your dismay appears to be somewhat uh, late in the evening. You've lost most of the day, unfortunately, to <laughs> to unconsciousness. Some unconsciousness. Yes. <laughs> That's called coma. <laughs> I'm gonna start heading back to the hotel then. Okay. I call it enthusiastic napping. <laughs> <laughs> Does taking that other thing count as performance enhancing drugs then? <laughs> We, we, the, those in the napping community frown upon that. <laughs> it's, it's akin to doping. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, so, Drock and Farron. Um, okay. What are you guys doing? You've, um, you've escaped from the old city back into shape. Okay. Uh, I'm going to sleep, and I'm going to regroup and suggest we not do that. Now you don't want to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well... Yeah, I don't. I'm a little hurt, but not that bad. What time? Like, what time are we resuming back in our? Uh, back at you, it's sort of mid evening. Okay. Well, I guess I can do a performance. You know, that that's how I earn my keep. So. Like, okay. Well, for tell, like you know, maybe actually playing some music will kind of help chill me out. Okay. Uh, while he's doing that, I'm gonna go around and see if I can ask around, find anything else out about you know maybe. Rostin hit somebody else, you know, if anybody's heard anything. Okay. Um, make a persuasion check. Ask around. Let's see. And you know what? Before I do that, 
I think I'm going to ask for a little bit of help from good old Paylor here and uh, see if I can't get a little guidance on myself. Okay. So if I give myself another D4 there. Switching over to the big old metal one. This one's important. Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be 16. 16. Plus oh. 4. Boom. 20. Nice. Okay. Thank you, Paylor. So what... Like, are you asking if there were any victims or any sightings, or what do you... Yeah, I mean, asking about just generic violence around here seems like it's going to be, you know... I might have to be a little more specific. Okay. Um, a needle in a stack of needles. Yeah, exactly. Kind of pissing in the wind. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, you know, violence may not be out of the ordinary, but if there was extraordinary violence around... Then... Or looking for a pale guy, or maybe in Rostin's description. Yeah, something along <laughs> those lines. That too. The guy says, uh... He... He had a... You... you blah, blah, blah. Words. <laughs> words are hard. They are. The guy you find is sort of shaking and rocking himself back and forth on the, uh, the side of the street. Yeah, he fits the bill. Uh, as you come up, he <laughs> says, uh, Hey, got any coin for someone? I'm, I'm desperate. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in a while. Help me out. Uh, but despite his not-too-persuasive words, mm. uh, you can see he has the uh, kind of shaken scratch of a, a junkie. Okay. Uh, his eyes are kind of bloodshot, and he kind of has that fixed need kind mm. of uh, wildness in it about him. Hmm. I don't suppose a quick healing word would uh, make him snap no, out of it. He's not no. actually like wounded. hurt. Just yeah. yeah. All right. He was just asking me for food. He's asking clearly for looking coin. for yeah. All right. Hmm. I don't want to just give him money. Striking a little close to home, actually, <laughs> considering my neighborhood has quite a few of these types. I'll tell you what, sir. Uh, I don't have much coin, but. Uh, what I do have, I wouldn't mind uh, sharing a pint with a with a newfound friend. Says, yeah, I, c I could use that. That'd be nice. All right, so uh, where's the nearest watering hole? Uh, <laughs> funny you should say that. Uh, that's not too far from here. Uh, and he leads you down a a side street uh, to a small. Oh, okay, I'm not getting jumped in this. You're not getting scenario. jumped. Okay, in good. Okay, he leads you to a small. It looks like a. Like a little hovel or like kind of a, a stone igloo. Okay. More or less. Uh, Drock, you were also, you were with Farron when you talked to this guy, so you can come with if you want as well. No. Okay. <laughs> no interest in nah. like helping this guy out. I kind of like look, I kind of look down upon him and, you know, sneer. They do not respect people who are hmm. just asking me. I offer him actually, I offer him food. Like I'll buy you something to eat. He says, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Um, and this this place we're going to, they've got some food too. You should come. So how divey is this place? It's literally underground. Oh wow! All right, <laughs> I've been to some fun bars underground. Okay. That's not necessarily divey. Well, <laughs> the interior is what will give it that. Oh, okay. So he opens like the the igloo door, uh -huh. uh, and you see a staircase going down. As it does, acrid smoke sort of wafts uh, wafts up. Are we in an opium den? Yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Uh, not exclusively, of okay. course, but... <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if that makes it better. <laughs> Probably not. So it leads you down, and you can see there's a bunch of... A, a large central sort of circular chamber. Mm -hmm. uh, the wall 
opposite, there's a semicircle, um, which kind of constitutes like a, a bar area. Okay. Uh, there are little like bean bags mm-hmm. set up around or like cushions, and people just kind of uh, sitting about. Uh, a few people basically indulging whatever vices they they so choose. There are uh, people drinking, uh, people smoking. Um, uh, you see a enchanter of some kind uh, weaving intricate uh, patterns of, of light and, ma- and magic before two like goggly-eyed uh, humans. Like a three-person rave. <laughs> uh, poorly concealed behind a uh, a hole-ridden sheet, you see uh, two people running like animals. Uh, oh my. Sort of unconcerned for the... <laughs> for the priest in their midst? <laughs> the, the, the priest in their midst or the any of the other bar patrons. <laughs> um, Who's, what's the guy's name? The You didn't get the... The man you spoke with's name. Uh, as you walk in, you see a a half elven man uh, behind the the bar. Mm. Um, looks to be in his uh, his waning years. He has a, a gray a kind of gray and tan beard, uh, a shaven wrinkly head, and as he gives you a, a big smile with about a half dozen decaying teeth in his mouth, Oof. he says, uh, "I suppose I can fix those. I just don't want to look at them." Says, welcome to the hole, friends. Uh, What's your vice? <laughs> He's uh really going for the abstract name with the hole, huh? <laughs> Not sure if I I almost didn't get it, but you know I I feel like I jumped on it eventually. I go up to him and say, so I saw one of those tall, wispy ghosts things that live in the ancient city or whatever. I'm a little freaked out right now, so I want something really hard. <laughs> We're not doing phrasing anymore. Just as a friend, you'll have to be more specific. I have several things that will fit that. Though. Did you see the sheep back there? Does your character look panicked <laughs> when he says that? Uh, uh, your your vision has returned to normal by now. Okay. Um, Liquor, strong. Ah, all right. Something from your people, or something a little bit more refined? Yeah, something from my people. That sounds good. He says, "All right." He pops the, the cork out of a... a it's a loud cork. <laughs> you do a little little twist there. Okay, uh, how much? Three silver. All right. There's four of you yak on my bar. And he pours you a few fingers of okay. uh, orcish spirits. It's sort of a uh, dingy gray color with some flecks floating in it. All right. I take a shot. Uh, it's basically like paint thinner. More or less. Nice. Uh, you, for the second time now, your vision goes a little swimmy. Yeah. But it's got gold flecks in it. It's, it's orc slogger, basically. Oh, no, it's like, like, it's like gray flecks. It's like, oh, okay, it's yeah, it's still orc slogger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you brew with purified water. They didn't, they didn't make that step. No, okay, gotcha. Um. <laughs> orc slogger. Yeah. You, uh, you, you grit your teeth as it, as it burns going down. The guy says, uh, they're going to buy me some, some food and drink. Are you now? All right. Uh, two gold. Ooh. Is that uh, for all of us? Or yeah, I was gonna get him some bread. Let's uh maybe yeah. Yeah. talk about this a little bit. Yeah. Two gold. I had no intention of that whatsoever. Maybe a I was gonna be like, do what? What will two silver get me in terms of food? Out of curiosity, I would also be curious what a two gold would get us. Uh. Two gold will get you uh, food and accommodations. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm good on accommodations. I was looking for a bread roll. I did promise him a pint. The the guy kind of gives a nod, and he says, "All right, uh, eight silver for the pint." That seems high. Do I, do I roll something to know if that's high? No, that that seems high. It's definitely high. Okay. Um, I, I mean, do. I'm probably not making any friends being an armored cleric in a place like this, but, you know, seems, seems a little high. Persuasion, perhaps? Not very persuasive, Go but... I'll, um, I'll make a persuasion check. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, uh, you're a little better equipped, I'll make a persuasion check. Say, perhaps there's some... Uh... Oh, no. Okay. Raise this and everyone laughs. Um, it used to be a bounty hunter. Maybe there's a special for that. I can help out now and then, and I do a persuasion. Oh, that's like, kind of threatening in a place like this. <laughs> um, eighteen. Okay. Uh, make you actually both of you make perception checks. Draw you have disadvantage. Well, you didn't get before. Let's see what we got. Okay, that's three. A Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Um, Drock, you're busy sort of trying to intimidate the patron or the uh, persuade him. Well. You're sort of coming on a little strong there. Well, but, roll, roll intimidation roll if I want to intimidate. You, you don't walk into a you know hive of scum and villainy announcing you're a bounty hunter. <laughs> so his announcement uh, has not gone unnoticed by the oh good uh, some of the other patrons. <laughs> okay, uh, a few of them uh, seem to put down their uh, their poison of choice and are kind of uh, looking in Drock's direction with hard eyes. Okay, uh, no one's drawn for weapons yet, but he uh, but a few people seem to be contemplating. I'm going uh, to elbow drop rather aggressively in the stomach and ixnay <laughs> on the ounty butter. That sounds weird. Like, I don't need <laughs> ixnay. He says, <laughs> says, friend, friend, we're all friends here. It's like, I relax. Don't, I don't need this bullshit. And Drog <laughs> walks out of the bar. <laughs> okay. A little, little melodramatic, maybe, but all right. Drog is freaked out, <laughs> man. Fair. That's I'm going to go back and play some music at my place. Uh, he says... Wait, did you just stick me with the bill? Yeah. You just stuck me with the bill. Okay. That has not no, gone No, I paid the three unnoticed. silver. I paid oh, the did you? Oh, okay. No, I gave him the three silver for the drink. He says... Okay. <laughs> uh, a pint for Yan is is more than just a drink. It's a little to something to take the, the man's edge off. We have an arrangement. You do see? you now? We do. I don't follow what? <laughs> he, uh... You're buying drugs for him. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> Cleric Thalor. He says, uh, Yan isn't, drinking is not Yan's vice, but I provide, the, the vice is my customer's desire. Uh, if yours is drink, then behold, and he kind of waves his spindly arms behind him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he kind of looks a little bit like, uh, the, the beard's not as crazy, but like disguised Jafar from Aladdin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're telling me that buying a beer isn't buying a beer? Not for my my boy here. And he sort of puts a like a patronly pat to the, the junkie. He says, I'd be getting him his, his vice of choice, and uh, I can get you whatever you desire. I don't think I'm good with this. He says, uh, Red Root is his, his preference. Uh, exported at great expense. You understand. <laughs> Just like <laughs> Taylor's trying to help out. Like you're enabling him, what? enabler. I haven't bought it yet. <laughs> I have not bought it yet. I did not know what I was getting into. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm, I don't know. Any time for this, I'm getting out of here. I don't... 
this this got serious real fast. Yeah, um, but the bartender's usually the guy to talk to anyway. So I'm going to turn to him, and I'll offer him a beer, since the other guy clearly wasn't interested. He says, I'll have whatever you're having. Done. So, um... I'm probably going to stay away from whatever the hell you were drinking, Drock. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'll ask him what else he's got. I mean, clearly it's pretty much everything, but... He says, uh... We have fruit wines and rare brews from far off Glockton to the south. Or... Clockton. I like it. Clockton. Oh, okay. Clockton. I'm never going to be able to pronounce that. I'll or try it, though. Or spell it. He says, we also have potent spirits from Embermaw on the north coast. That just sounds intense. Uh, I'm good with the, the one I can't say. Says the Let's get a Coors Light. Clocktonese. Sure. Uh, he says, would you prefer one of their wines or a, a, a something more fortified? What's the what's the other option? The dense jungles of Clockton have. <laughs> you realize this is just me making you say that a lot of times. Right? <laughs> I'm for it. Okay. I can say it's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, you made it up. <laughs> the dense jungles of Clockton have many strange and rare fruits with exotic flavors and textures. The natives make them into a light and pleasant wine. But those who aren't satisfied by a, a pleasant afternoon's imbibement uh, opt for something a little bit heavier. Uh, a refinement that uh, many find to me quite appealing. Looking around, seeing what other vices are around in here, and addictive, I imagine. He says, it depends on the user. Most find... Um, booze of the various shapes and sizes to be fine in moderation. <laughs> All right, yeah, screw it. I'll try it. Oh, <laughs> what could go wrong? We can't have our morals. It says I'm going <laughs> for the correct. both of us. You're going for the both of us. You, he who offered me a drink, and I said I'll have what you're having. So you're having both. Is oh, that what I'm understanding? I'm having one, and you're having the other. Oh, okay. It's a gold to pay for both of our drinks. Oh, okay. I thought you said you were going for the both of us, which... Okay. Yeah, gold, fine. Sure. I'm glad that's cleared up. <laughs> and he brings out two, like, uh, like snifters uh-huh. uh, and pours a, like, three fingers each of a, like, a pomegranate fruit-colored liquid. Hmm. Like, a, like a deep, rich red. Okay. Uh, it's got a, a pretty heady aroma to it, it but a uh, kind of a a ripe fruit, fruity uh, kind of overture to it, like brandy almost or something yeah. like that. Okay. Okay. Um, cheers. Take sip. Um, How poisoned am I? I mean, it's not poison. It's just booze. Okay. Um, Sorry. About as at least it got in my head that I'm clearly it. getting addicted to drugs now. So it's a uh, certainly strong. Like like it's like a strong brandy, effectively. Okay. But, um, I don't know how what Farron's tastes tend to, but. Uh, it's not like anything you really had before. Okay. Tell you what, 50-50 shot. Even I like it, odds I don't. I like it. All right. He says, it's a better days ahead with a what appears to be a big smile. <laughs> What's <laughs> his, left of one, his, anyway. Uh, <laughs> his gap-toothed uh, grin uh, makes it somewhat hard to tell. Okay. 
Um, so now that we're uh, you know sharing a drink, how's uh, how's business here? This is better today than it was yesterday, stranger. What's different about today? Today, Durant the Unlucky lived up to his name. Dead as can be, someone found him this morning. Oh, God, what happened? Oh, Paylor, what happened? <laughs> that. <Yeah. laughs> Paylor's beard. <laughs> he says, Paylor, I have a beard. I'll spare you the grisly details, but someone oh. tore his throat out. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> Tore his throat out, huh? That uh, that happened a lot around here. You can probably tell I'm pretty new to town. So no announcing it everywhere. <laughs> okay, it's not like we don't stand out a little. He says, well, make yourself at home. He says, not often. Although, it's a statement that's not unknown to some of the more dramatic of the denizens. I mean, who does that kind of thing? Well, it's usually uh, by blade in a public place. By all accounts, he was at his home when the deed happened. Huh. There's a, it's a rare that messiness and assassinations go so hand-in-hand in, hand in shade. It's usually clean. There's rarely a shortage of professionals in the town. Uh, or messy in public, so it's to send a message. But... If there's fewer places for Yan to indulge, uh, all the more profit for me. Oh, this guy ran uh, some of your competition, huh? I wouldn't call it competition. Oh, no insult intended. Thank you. <laughs> um, so where where was all this? I mean, you know, clearly I don't want to go anywhere near there. Looking around, very <laughs> obviously. <laughs> There's you're just a, as bad as mine. I'm terrible. Oh, uh, you're a gorfiend, eh? Well, <laughs> that's fine. It takes all kinds. If you want, for a price, I can arrange something for you. Um, oh, I, I don't. This is why <laughs> don't I don't know if want. <laughs> this is why I left. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of kind of place is this? It says you want to be a star, don't you? <laughs> it says please, please. Rav doesn't judge, and he motions <laughs> to himself, uh, How can I pervert you? <laughs> says, I've, I've lived a long life. I've seen it all. I bet. But what, do you know a guy that does this? Well, let's just say arrangements can be made. Okay. Arrangements Creepy. can always be made. <laughs> shade, what do you expect? <laughs> it's shady. There's shade, and then there's just dark. <laughs> he says... If the scavers haven't picked the place clean, his his op was over on the the western edge of the town. He said he liked the sand air. Hmm. What was the guy's name one more time? Quick, uh, just so I can write it down. It was something unlucky. Yeah. Uh, we'll call it uh, Bovrin. And keen eared listeners will note that that probably wasn't the original name, but it's Bovrin from now on. So <laughs> we wrote it down. It's final. Yeah, it's Bovrin now. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't far off. Yeah, yeah it's close. Okay. Um, well, I appreciate uh, appreciate your time there. I'll um, 
slip him another, you know, few silver for like a tip. Okay. And the Mickey one is not paying attention. <laughs> he says, uh, don't forget, friend. There's always a place for you at the hole. And he sort of gestures to his 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 seedy little kingdom here. <laughs> and I'm gonna get right the hell out of there. Okay. <laughs> so Drock's kinda of waiting outside, just like I'm just going, okay. hey, oh the Listeners, that was a what the hell is that place? Yeah, that was, that was quite a quite an interesting shrug. So I say, uh, I still want to go back to the uh, tavern and try to get upset since that's how I'm, I'm earning my keep. Well, I definitely need a shower, but I do have a lead on Rostin. <laughs> it's good. It's good work. I'm just a little. I just want to play some music and just forget about the tall, terrifying ghost <laughs> creature. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I do go to the tavern and I do play. Does my perform check? So as you approach, you hear music already coming from the... Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Music off. Yeah. Um, ooh, it's actually very good. Oh, okay. Um, Is it a red-haired human scamp? Uh, no, it's a... <laughs> a black-haired uh, flautist. Uh, she... Took me a second to realize you weren't talking about, like, a fried... A Mexican dish, yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry all of a sudden. <laughs> no, a, uh, rather a lithe and comely girl who sort of is uh, enticing the patrons with all sorts of dancing and gyrations along with uh, her music. I'm okay with this. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> You're still the, the bartender with the huge mm-hmm. scar. Says to you, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Drock. Uh, it's almost the same voice, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All bartenders went to the same voice acting school. No, there's the gnome for the day. He's he's, he's up here. But uh, I'm sorry, Drock, but it's rare that Kira graces our, our stage. Most of the patrons like her a bit better. No offense. <clears throat> you have some taken. Wrong me greatly. If you could uh, give me a few uh, insights into... What was her name again? Kira. Kira. Yeah, like what she likes, what she doesn't like, or, you know, any of that information, I'll forgive this uh, slight against my bardly honor. Uh, I'll do a persuasion to just, you know, wink, wink. Okay. So can I get her number? Sixteen. <laughs> uh, 16? <laughs> Here for Kira. Make an intelligence check with proficiency. Alrighty. So. That's a six. Okay. Perfect. I've been rolling <laughs> pretty badly this whole game. I've not rolled above a 13. <laughs> Yikes. So for the 15, actually, I did roll a 15 for the attack. She says, I'd recommend against it, friend. She always she always comes in the shade like a sweet breeze and leaves like a thunderstorm. I recommend steering clear. Something tells me that's not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so forbidden, you say. Oh, that makes, that makes her less enticing. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because Drock's the only one in this group you have to worry about with that. <laughs> She should be gone in a few days, and we'll have you back on the bill if you're still in town. I might be out of town a little bit, but I'll keep you informed. So if the stage is empty, it's yours. I say, what does she like to drink? Isilda shakes her head, and she says, fairy wine from the Empire. How much is that? She kind of gives an exasperated sigh. It's two silver, but if you're buying it for her, it's a gold. <laughs> Jesus. I don't like her that much. I'll just talk with her. Your funeral, and goes to tend to some of the other patrons. Uh, so as you're both 
kind of winding down from the day. Mm. Uh, you see Kiaren and Eric's both return. Hello. So is it like, should I cut, give the gesture to go to the room so we don't, you know? Yeah. Because we're all trying to be like super secret. Mm. Let's go to, I always think, let's go to your oh. room because it's always, you know. Okay. I personally would like to get something to eat and drink before we go be secret. Yeah, just kick a, so, yeah, like, a yeah. gold for yeah. provisions. Um, I mean, Eric should have had none of the warnings about uh, Kira. Okay. Um, And he would attempt to hit on her. <laughs> okay, well, she's in the middle of her, her plane right At now. At some point. Okay. Go for a hit, baby! <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll resume uh, next session. We'll, uh... No, that's fine. I'm just, it doesn't have to be a thing we draw a lot of attention to, but it, it's something he would do. Okay. <laughs> so, you guys secret away to plot and plan. Uh, you know, within the next day or so, day or two, I should say, uh, Baron should have his his map in hand. Okay. If his timetable is to be believed. Do you have to have enough to discuss our... Yeah, you can do a little... Okay. Like, please do a little plot and plan. Is that okay? Is that... Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so we, we saw a terrifying ghost creature in the, uh, in the place in shade, and I was attacked by an orc. <sighs> Missed me, though. It was terrible. So, uh, and we didn't find Ross. Well, he doesn't to... have the good half of being an orc. We didn't find Rostin. We're no closer. How'd you do? Um, they don't have patrols. They rotate their guards out of it every two hours, but they maintain the same position, with the exception of the guard on the roof. He patrols back and forth. The easiest way under the grounds is probably going to go be to go to the Hollow Temple and come down from above. Um, but the necklace is probably kept in the office, which there's not an easy way in. If we could generate the distraction to try to draw the guards away, that might be the easiest way, or knock them out. <laughs> really worried about angering the powerful bibliard shade. <laughs> I am too. Really? You're yeah. worried about it. Yeah. You? You're worried. <laughs> uh, yes, the meaning, I'm worried about it. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm ext- Yeah. <laughs> well, if we go through with this, one way or the other, we're going to anger her. Because she will notice that it is stolen. Um, that was partly why we're trying to keep low profile before we do this, so we're not the immediate ones pegged for this. Um, we can discuss ways to generate the distraction. Obviously, one that doesn't draw attention specifically to us would be preferable. Only to me. Do you want to do this after we find the map from your uncle? I'm really curious about that. <laughs> It's up to you guys. This is meant to get us a way out of the inn. Heck, you're the one who made the deal. I'm willing to wait an extra day. To, uh, what am I getting out of here? See where the map we don't have us. like a timetable, so... You weren't even any now. So like an extra day is probably fine. Uh, plus, who knows how much time we're going to need to actually pull together whatever we're going to need. Do we have any other suggestions? I mean, I don't know what our facility is with explosives and... We don't have enough contacts at the time to recruit them to help us out. I, mean, I know of. That's why I'm saying, like, I don't think we'll go to the resources. Even though being a bounty hunter, there's an element of stealth, but... Well, you went right to explosives? That freaking escalated way quickly. You know, I okay. was thinking like, that. Let's, to... do some, let's do some distractions. We need some bombs. <laughs> to, to be fair, that was born from my comment earlier of, uh, unless there's an explosion on the other side. Yeah. And everyone went... It's not out of nowhere. Like a, not a... That would be a great idea. <laughs> Initially, it was a snarky comment. 
Bombs are very distracting. They are. <laughs> saying, before a, we... a massive explosion would cause everyone to run. As much as I would love to blow something up and steal something from someone, most of my bounty hunting has an element of stealth. That's not my forte. Hold on, but you have your invisible servant. I can do that. What but, uh, better bomb delivery system than a <laughs> servant that can't be seen? <laughs> Wait, the servant can open doors. I'm on to something here, guys. Let's do it. <laughs> Wait, though, the server can open a door. I would like to note for all of our listeners that John just has buried his face in his hands. <laughs> so, Drock, the half-orc, says to the human cleric of Paylor, I think that's a bad idea at this place that we're currently at. I think I have no inkling of why. This is the best plan I've ever had. I, I, Kiko is not disposable. It's not gonna kill, right? Wait, yeah, it's no, it not doesn't. like material, right? You can't still, kill it. I'm not gonna put it in danger like that just for that reason. Kiko has a soul, I think. He'll remember that, and maybe he won't braid my hair anymore. Can you blow up a soul? I don't think you can blow no, up a soul. Can, you can destroy him. He'll come back, but you know, Drock doesn't want that to happen. Okay, wait, wait. With the, the invis your invisible servant, it can open doors, right? Yeah, no, they can. Actually, it can lift up to thirty pounds. We thirty could, pound bomb. <laughs> We could also try to use the servant to get inside. That's a Mythbuster shit. And put a 30-pound bomb inside. It has a strength of two. You really want to blow I really do. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Apparently I hit on something. Chuck a cord of some kind of pain. <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, a bomb could be likened to the light of the sun. Yeah, I'm into it. Let's do it. <laughs> what, what he said. Before we Praise destroy the sun. Praise the sun! <laughs> We've been here how many You're going to bring light into the darkness? <laughs> Damn right. We've been here two for days. For about a half a second, and then it's all going to be smoke and rubble. But for that <laughs> half second. We've been here two days. Let's just do the thing that we were going here to do, which is to help his uncle and not blow things up and try to steal things from the seemingly most powerful not, woman in shade. They're not mutually exclusive. Speaking of stealing things, <laughs> yes, I succeeded in joining the gang of the Sisterhood. Does she, how like disheveled does she look after the constant yeah. knocking yeah. out? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> also, so is the I wonder how my character like if there's enough visual cues for our characters to react to her. Now you I'll, see that she's got some bandages on her yeah. about her midsection, um, but other than that, she seems to be. Okay. All right. So we got jumped into the gang. All right. We're planning that I wasn't super paying attention. Jumped into the gang or shanked into the game, indicating like the the You're bandages gonna... around her oh, waist. Yeah, you did yes. get stabbed. I did get very stabbed. Yes. So yeah, I wasn't paying attention a lot. We we're planning that stuff about you because it didn't involve me. But weren't you going in to then like you're basically going in and gonna rat out them to the Sandrakes? That's what we we're doing, right? Not rat them out. We're trying to drive one of their members out of town. Yeah. The thing is, when you join a gang, you start at the bottom. So that is either going to take a long time and a lot of effort, or we need a new plan. Or we see where it goes for at least a little bit. I, that's what I planned on sort of going with it, but it does involve a lot of time and effort. So I might not be available should I, chose, should I choose to go that route. Quick note. Uh, based on what Illa told you, it seems that you're kind of largely freelance. As long as you... At least initially, it seems like you're you're paying your dues. Well, that's the thing. If I pay twenty five every week, I didn't even start with that much. Like, where am I going to get that? I have to go and get it. I have to steal. I have to learn how to do this stuff. I have a feeling it's not going to go well. It'll take time. I can teach you how to steal things. <laughs> I have an idea. What or I we do. can go to that map 
that the uncle has and find out what that's going on because that's supposed to be lucrative. Have an idea. Side quest. I have an idea. It still involves a bomb, <laughs> but <laughs> but so I like this. We term. have to run the Sandrake guy out of town. No, we no, have no, to no. run the daughter of a sister. The Wisps. We're going after it's, the Wisps. It's no. the other one. We have to run the. There's yeah, a member of the person. sisterhood who wants something from. We're a taking Sandrake. down the sister. The high specter of the sisterhood is Nash, Nashifa. And we need to drive her daughter Novi out of town. I need to do that. Make a wisdom check. Oh, did I get a detail wrong? No, there's a detail you missed in there. I'll just... That, that now makes more uh, sense in context. I think it's going to be a 20. Awesome. Uh, Novi is a wisp, you've been told. Okay. Okay. What was the name of the high specter? Nashifa. So Novi. So Novi is a wisp, which, if that's the level you're on, might not be that hard to find. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, before infiltrating and blowing up the Water Baroness, or setting rival gangs against each other. Let's just do the... The, the gangs are already set against each other. We're yeah. just... I mean, mission accomplished there. Going to try to infiltrate. And... We're trying to drive <laughs> one specific... <laughs> Why are all of a sudden you, like, Mr. Main Quest guy? <laughs> it was that drink. He got drugged. <laughs> oh, he was talking to him, not me. I, I don't give a shit. I'm, all, I'm on board 100% on this Exclamation mark just... Hanging out there, driving him nuts. I think he's just had a rough couple days. <laughs> yeah, I just want to do the main thing. Like, yeah, but we've been having to wait for it to happen. Like, it's literally on a timetable. This day. isn't like, you know, uh, Dragon Age, where you can just run to the quest whenever you feel like it. No, we say, like, we have to wait for it to come up. Yeah, we just wait for two days. We, you know, But it's like a day or something. It's like tomorrow, probably. Yeah, it's it maybe tomorrow, maybe the day after. If Baron's timetable is to be believed. Yeah, so it might be the next thing we're doing anyway, but like we have other balls in motion that we're currently discussing at the moment. Like when that comes up, we're gonna do it. We're not postponing it. So, how bad would it be? Bombs are bad, Brett. <laughs> That's <laughs> hold on, hold on. You guys are just jumping on. Uh, granted, I'm very enthusiastic about this bomb plan. I'm still 100% on board, but John is losing his mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to role play my character. He's a chaotic, good half orc, but I just Drog just can't condone. Can't condone exploding when he knows how deadly these people are. If it goes wrong, we're dead. <laughs> we're only in trouble if we get caught. So, you have, I'm sure, some sort of um, thing that I know that I'm not supposed to know because I was sitting at the table while you said it. So, some sort of dues, I imagine. I, having told them I joined a gang, I would explain the dues thing, yes. Okay, whoa. I say, what, wasn't the whole part of doing this so we didn't have to pay monthly? Hold on, you guys, hold the fuck on. <laughs> so, one of those dues is a secret, right? Correct. What if we let it spread that this person that we're supposed to run out of town is the one that's trying to bomb the water cellar? I don't know if secrets would spread. It would certainly get to the organization, the the, so the ghosts. What you're saying is identify her, knock her out, place her suspiciously around it, because I can use my spell of sleep, and I can knock almost <laughs> anyone out. We drag no, her there. No, that's not what we mean. I think. Well, I'm trying to but accomplish what I can actually, with my abilities. To be fair, 
if we did knock her out and leave her at the scene of the crime, oh my God. it would drive her out of town. <laughs> That's exactly what it would do. <laughs> one way to go. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Am I not being prudent by knocking someone out unconsciously while well, we explode things? Or, she had to be in when she left This town. is not an episode or, of the A-Team. Come on, guys. Or if you take something from her, like a, an identifying thing, like an identifying earring, ring, dagger, something that we can lift at the scene. Because if we leave her body there, she's probably not going to make it out. Okay. Also, but if we leave something that identifies her... We're probably going go. to buy the explosive outside of town. Otherwise, it'll be linked to us. We're in the only town in the middle of a desert. <laughs> and that's why we go to the map and we see where that leads. Okay. We, I think we're forgetting that this is, like, the least reputable town <laughs> ever in existence. You should, you know the place that we just came from could absolutely hook us up. Yeah. Why do you want to go out of town? <laughs> it's like, right there. <laughs> He practically had it on the shelf. <laughs> so you want to trust those people with the secret. Uh, get the explosives from them. Oh, how about friends. we do that, but then we wait a while, so it's not... Why do we steal the explosives? We could do that. We could steal the explosives <laughs> since we're on the steel. I like how the explosives you know, are like a shoe-in now. We're planning the explosives. <laughs> My plan is working. <laughs> no, I like how like, oh, don't knock someone out unconsciously with sleep. That goes over the line. Okay, well, let's also just... Uh, Establish the fact that that happens a lot to everyone every day. Yes, it's happened to me twice like today. Seventy-five percent of this group if we're just gonna, today. If we're gonna blow some shit up, we're gonna have an unconscious woman taking the blame for it. That's where Drox stands on this issue. <laughs> Drox says that with so much <laughs> seriousness. I'm gonna turn and just stare at you without blinking for as long as I can. Drox stares back. He's Drox. Alright, what's your respective constitutions? Is, is it still resettling? Constitution plus wisdom. 16. Constitution <laughs> is 13, wisdom is 16. Uh, wisdom is 10, uh, constitution is 16. Okay. He, he beats uh, me on con, I beat him on wisdom. But your combined is higher? Yes. Alright, then you you have the willpower and the fortitude to keep your eyes open slightly <laughs> longer than drop. Oh, wait, actually, my, my wisdom is 11. <laughs> so your total is 24? 27. 27? Yeah, 16 con, 11 wisdom. Okay, and you had... 13, 13 con, 16, 16 wisdom. Okay, so she still beats you by two. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're so like, you, I have a spell to cast on the races. You're physically... Intimidated tougher, by this little tiny woman. Um, but, like, even though your eyes aren't tearing up as much, her she's able to keep her eyelids okay. open through sheer force of will while you have to blink and you're like, damn, <laughs> damn. We have to like file an appendix for the book now for like staring contest rules. Is that how that works? No, it's just like with the if you're doing arm wrestling, it's just whoever has a higher strength score. Okay. Um, it's like just one of those things that there's no role involved. It's just whose numbers are bigger. All right. So she's more stubborn, dogs. Yeah. So <laughs> if we're seriously talking about this, we could do two birds with one stone. Mm -hmm. If we do the explosives, I think. Knocking her out, leaving her at the scene is a bit much. No. But if we leave evidence of that is specifically linked to her behind, then the uh, high specter will probably try to get her out of town to get her away from this person. Or, That's what I'm saying. Or we knock her out and then leave her at the scene and then steal it. And so there's a bomb on the scene. And you want to put her on the scene? No, no, no. Sorry. Here's what: if we leave we her at the scene, the she's probably not leaving. 
That's like well, that, 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 that's the thing. Like we're talking about <laughs> leaving evidence on everything. Like there's not going to be an investigation. There's going to be a mob. There's going to be like a hit out I'm, on her. Okay, the people I'm worried about getting the evidence is the chick that runs the place, the water merchant. Yeah, that's yeah. who I want to find the evidence. I'm not thinking the cops. I'm thinking her. I doubt that there are cops in this town. As I said, I'm not worried well, about the cops. 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 I, big I'm not, air I'm not, quotes. I'm not, the, I'm not leaving the, the evidence behind for law enforcement or investigation. I'm leaving it behind for... Because they're going to look around to see... like The yeah. logical leap to who can we blame. Who, who can we blame? If they find evidence from... a Evidence of an explosion. A ghost and a bunch sister of shit or whatever. Sister of the ghost or whatever. And especially one that links it directly to a specific member... Like, they're going to go after them. Yeah, huh? See? Of which I am a member. Eric's gets it. Yeah, but again, if it's a specific member, hmm. and we can even do disinformation, I can go back to the Sandrix and be like, so, spread this around. This mm-hmm. chick's going to try to wa- rob the water merchant. And we can get... It, they're wanting like they're wanting us to do this. I'm pretty sure they'd be more than willing to like disseminate some of their information. Or, hell, we could just find some homeless people and get them to help disseminate the information. We're going to be dead in a week. <laughs> But what a week it's going to be. <laughs> Remind me, why are we trying to run this chick out of town? Besides Send. the fact that they want us to do it. What's right. in it for us? Good relations with the Sandrakes. Great. <laughs> so, but so you're in with the other one. I was going to say. Which one's more valuable? We don't know. So, As far as I've been able to determine, they're both fairly upstart. So mm-hmm. without, mm-hmm. without further... Um, Dan's Dance. Without discovering more about them, like mm-hmm. one's not more powerful than the other, as far as I've been able to determine. Well, you're you're an initiate now, right? No, I'm still freelance. Okay, you're free. I'm just more or less. I we, I we, joined. He did not join. Okay. I didn't. Yeah, she joined. I didn't. So I'm just trying to build. Currently, up we know them. more about the sisterhood than about the Sandrakes. Isn't the sisterhood going to find out that they're, you're they're both thieves guild? There's not like a ton to know about them. Yeah. Well, you never know. Especially with John DMing. True. <clears throat> I mean, one could theoretically be more evil than the other, but... Or have different motivations, or have different amount of control, or have different access to supplies. You know, it could be a lot of variables. So, one of us... We don't have to burn one in favor of the other, mm-hmm. like... But trying we... to play both could burn us back. Yeah, I mean, being a double agent is kind of iffy. I'm just going to say that one I'm of us has sort of already thrown in their lot with one of them. We've actually both technically thrown in a lot with both. I've not officially mm-hmm. signed up, but... She kind of did, though. Like, yeah, I, I really like, did. Like, I drank really shit. Did. Come on. But you did it for this. Yeah. You signed up as a double agent. Did you? Yes, that was the only reason she went it to approach them. Yeah. She just gave it... Uh, it's but now agent. that I know more, I can use that to my advantage. I didn't go in, like, written in stone. Yeah, We're still is... new to town. We can still learn things and change stuff. Oh, this is so bad. This is so bad. I'm suddenly loyal to my new gang, and I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like, you literally were sent there to infiltrate for this purpose. Now but the like... way they knocked me unconscious was just so, so good. Apparently, I don't know. I'm convinced. You really feel that, right? Yeah. Were you I, do, as a I do child? Like I like illness. Oh my! Oh my God! Stockholm syndrome set in really fast. Real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Zero to one hundred, man. Don't mess with my click, man. So, tune in next week? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll figure out the actual details later since nothing was accomplished. Oh, nothing. wasn't it, though? But this is totally ramped up at the very end. Oh, it was kind of low-key. It was low-key for a while. I was like, no, ghost. I'm like, hello. Yes, I'll have a drink. No, I won't have a drink. Ah, oh, do the stealing cool. Then bombs exploding. <laughs> yup. Will bombs explode? 
They, yes. Will someone be blamed for it? Yes, yes. Will our will. heroes kill themselves on this bomb? Most Find definitely. out the answers to all of these, maybe. Well, we kidnap a girl and leave her at a crime scene. <laughs> Man. Will we anger this travel gang? Will we anger this gang? Who <laughs> will we piss off? All of the town, probably. Yep. Find out next because all hell breaks loose in shade, maybe. Maybe. On the next episode of the Die by the Dice podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you want to say how great somebody was or just your comments in the podcast, please let us know at Die by the Dice on Twitter. Or dieboythedice at gmail.com. Send your shoutouts to give these people bonus XP. Yay! And inspiration. They love to have that happen. Thank you again for listening.